This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, this is Body Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I am ever playful Robert. Oh, well, we got a good subject to talk about today. Toys. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. You know, how timely am I? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, I don't know how you were growing up, but I was fortunate enough that my parents used to give me a decent stockpile so often, uh, even on the military bases, when it was kind of hard to get the toys in. Whenever a new toy came out, you know, I would get it, like, whether it be Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Um, yeah, always on that. And I was, I guess I was an easy, you know, gift, oh, yeah. right? You have those people that are like, oh, yeah, they're easy to get a gift. Just get them anything with this on it, and they're good, you know? Yeah, the same for me. I That's the one thing I definitely had as a kid was a lot, a lot, a lot of toys. I was... Uh, I was all into the X-Men figures uh, and um, definitely the latest in sports uh, card memorabilia, that type of stuff, were always my, my top to- toys to go to. Um, and then, of course, Legos, of course. Um, yeah, Legos, yeah. And ironically, it, it is not, at this moment in time, knock on wood, a holiday season. So there isn't a reason to go out at the moment and just go crazy buying toys. Um so it's kind of a weird part of the year to talk about it, but there's always birthdays and there's always planning ahead. If you're looking for Christmas stuff now, this might be the time to go shopping before things get crazy. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, there. I know people that intentionally wait till after the holidays to do shopping for that particular holiday, knowing that they're going to get what they're looking for. Yes, and you can go online and find thousands of lists. We found one list amongst others that goes through the the top toys that they have out there right now and i i will say this just generally speaking uh looking at the list that i found and it is heavily heavily at least this list geared towards the 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 non-male gender or at least is being pushed to the non-male gender um because the oh well hopefully we don't upset any woke people out there because you shouldn't uh you know Put toys as gender well, specific, I, right? I, I will be specific to I am not putting them out there as gender specific. I am literally going by what is in the picture. 90% of the pictures they are showing for these toys have girls in them with the toy. So they are very specifically okay. focusing on the girl gender. They're not, the toy market is one of those few places still that is not and will probably never be 100% woke. Because they are marketing and targeting specific groups with every toy they bring out. Uh, whether or not people follow that, that's where Woke comes in. But you look at the toys, you guarantee they have a girl in the picture. And that's most of the ones I'm looking at. I mean, there are some gender-neutral ones. But, I mean, if you look at things like hair adorable collections, surprise dolls and accessories, or owlies, or any of the fluffy things that do stuff genre it's almost all geared towards girl i mean heck even toothless which really could be gender neutral you know it's hatchling toothless baby dragon and they have a girl in the picture <laughs> well you know what these are nice problems to have right we're talking about toys i mean if you would have told me told eight-year-old me hey 
I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you that when you get older, you're gonna talk about toys or be around toys, and that's gonna be a lot of you. Oh I'd yeah, be yeah. Okay. I'd oh, be yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, and 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 there's nothing wrong with the new toys. I mean, obviously, they are all doing stuff these days, if you will. They all have a a button, a battery. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah, do, they do something. something. I mean, I think the only one that doesn't anymore is like even even Legos for the most part don't, even though a few of them do. Um, there is a Lego on the Star on the list, the Adat Raider, so a mini Lego creation with minifigs. So you know that always will be mm-hmm. on the list. But yeah, a lot of stuffed animals, a lot of action, and then the surprise. I know you action for uh, for your your young one for your daughter um, of the the surprise toy collections. Oh, yes. A whole market based on you don't know what you're buying. You're just going to go there and you're going to buy it. And I'm going to uh, create the um, the illusion that they're rare. Like you have to find rare ones. And they all do some and they all do like ridiculous things like for this collection. And I'm going to say. However, like it's a little tiny doll. It's a little tiny plastic doll of a baby oh, yeah. or toddler, depending on what eyes you're looking at it, right? And and each one of them basically oh, either spits or cries. All right. Some of them actually... But that doesn't even change. I mean, pee. hell, you know, you can look 20, 30, 40 years ago. The dolls are doing the same damn thing. They're just probably just doing one of those things, not all of them. Yeah, well, that's part of the, that's part of the allure is that these things do that now. So you 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 buy these little orbs, and you unwrap them, and the kid and basically every layer you unwrap mm-hmm. is like, oh look, it's the little shoes. Oh look, it's the little purse. Oh look, it's the little bottle. You know, it's like it keeps mm-hmm. going on, and then finally you have a little doll. And I mean, they they create this this mass mm-hmm. kind of like a baseball card collection, right? They create the illusion of demand, and that there's not enough of these things okay. to go around, so you got to get them, right? And you have to get them all, or else it's a completely useless oh, waste yeah, yeah, of time. Yeah. If, unless you get so. Them here's all. an interesting one. So I was looking. I, I I moved over to a different list, and here's going going back to the woke thing. So okay, here's Easy Bake Ultimate Oven. Now this is a. Now I, I went to a different list. It's the eight year old specific list. So kids toys for your eight year olds. Okay. First off, eight year olds with supervision should be using a regular stove and learning how to actually cook. Why do we need the Easy Bake? And in this one instance, there is two girls and a boy in the ad for it, in the picture for the toy. So boys can okay. now cook, according to All this right. uh, picture. <laughs> We're, allowing, We're them allowing them in because of all those, because all those years, you know. You weren't allowed to. I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, Easy Bake Oven. I actually knew a girl in my block that had an Easy Bake Oven. And literally, she just made yeah. little tiny cookies. Well, I had a little. I had an easy bake oven for a while. It's awful. <laughs> you're you're basically yeah, cooking it, by a light bulb. It right? really awful. That's really it what really it is. is. Um, oh, and and the reversible nonsense, <laughs> the glitter reversible things, the the pillows. Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 those yeah, are cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the sequence. Uh, like you, you yeah. rub your hand on it one way, and it's a smiley face. And you rub it the other way, it's you Sure, that's that's one possible, yeah. Cat- yeah. Um, no, I mean, for, for like you said, everything does a little bit of something. And I'm trying to think of the cool factor here. Like, 
if I was a kid now, what am I really looking forward to? And I, and I can only speak for myself because I, I have a daughter. She looks forward to, like, these dolls that are, like, surprises. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what's in, right. in there. I may get this doll. I may get that doll. I may get this figure. I may get that mm-hmm. figure. Um, and it's basically just, like, it's just different versions of the same right. thing. The Hatchimals right? are coming out with another one of those types of thing, too. But those, these are the Hatchimals. Yeah, yeah, the, the, when they started that. Yeah, well, how many, how many years ago? Oh, four years ago, they were the thing. Yeah, you can now get a Hatchimal for somewhere between six, forty to sixty bucks. Gosh, I still find that expensive. That is outrageous. I remember, I remember going to Kmart in Arizona as a kid to get Star Wars figures, and the figures themselves were like a dollar ninety nine, two dollars. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a vehicle. You're looking at around ten dollars, fifteen dollars. If it was like the big vehicles, you're talking thirty, forty dollars. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's not that's that's like you couldn't yeah. even get away out of a store with a, with a figure for less than ten to twelve, just for the figure. Never yeah, mind now, the now. Vehicles. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and here's the most. Re- oh now. Yeah, now it's outrageous. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, as I was gonna say, now the biggest thing they have is no, no, no. We're not gonna build your toy. We're going to give you cardboard to build your toy, and then you can go play with it. Did you have you seen this from Nintendo? Yes, they're la- yes. they're Labo. The four hundred dollar, they're four hundred dollar cardboard. Yes, well, it's been reduced. The set they currently have is their ToyCon 03 vehicle kit, and the vehicle kit is anywhere from well, it's basically sixty to seventy bucks, and and it's. It looks like it's four pieces, maybe five. It's cardboard. It's cardboard. It may be a little bit better than cardboard this time, but it still looks pretty cardboardy. I'm like, what the hell? Maybe a higher grade of car- cardboard. Yeah, maybe that's, it's poster. You know, it's interactive build and play experiences with the combination fun of DIY creation with the magic of Nintendo Switch system sold separately. Duh. Players can build six toy con. Oh, sorry, uh, including a car, plane, submarine, two keys, and a pedal. Because that's what we need in our life. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. I absolutely ridiculous. Man, the only thing, only thing I see now is that the toys that I would think would be cool now are like now they're only available at like special specialty stores. By that meeting, like the collectible stores. Oh yeah, like these. Um, like I see the the ads on the interwebs, especially Facebook, of the Black series, mm-hmm. right? This 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 is specific to like, uh, like action figures, things of that nature, statues, um, even even like uh, you know, you have the the collectibles from the Harry Potter oh, yeah. series. When do you get the magazine? You know, for, right? The giant chet set. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I know the ones. Yeah, with the real wands and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like wow, they're taking a, a, a toy and they're actually adulting. Oh yeah, it, it, <laughs> kind of like kind of like what McDonald's has done. Like when it, as a kid, when you went to McDonald's, like they had the little playground, mm-hmm. it had the red roof with the with the with the yellow arches on it and everything. Now you can come up to it and it's really like beige and brown squares with a splash of red. Like all of a sudden, McDonald's became a thirty-year-old depressed like middle management worker no yeah no totally it's ridiculous but again even with all the new nonsense 
They still have some of the classics. They still have Rubik's Cube. So they still have the Rubik's okay, Cube. Okay, that's cool. Um, they still have a version but of Teddy how, Ruxpin. How, how big were you? How big were you into the Rubik's Cube first? Let's start with that one. How big were you? Me? I couldn't stand the damn thing. Yeah. I had one. Don't get me wrong. Like everybody else, I had one. I tried it. I just, I just couldn't do it. I, I never had the attention span to really focus on it. And, of course, it was before the days when, of YouTube, so you couldn't go look online at it to it. So I, I, gave up, exactly. I, I gave up pretty quickly on that shit. I was like, why, why so, am I doing this? Then they came out with the Rubik's Cube. Not even the cube, the pyramid. The pyramid one? Right? I, don't remember. Um, no, I don't remember that one. So I'm assuming the same same concept, but a, yeah, but there a was pyramid a pyramid rather than a triangle. So I remember when the craze hit, I was probably about 10 years old. And we had already moved over to Spain. And essentially the news traveled there. And literally, like, all over Spain was like, anything Rubik's Cube on it was cool at that point. If you act, you would get into trouble bringing a Rubik's Cube to school. Because it would ultimately start an argument or a fight or something. Because it literally drove you nuts. Oh, yeah. I, I Totally. Absolutely. It, it drove me nuts. And then, and then they came out with the how to solve it guy, right? The cheat books. Like, this is, how you do, this is how you solve any Rubik's Cube. And some guy at MIT said, if you twist, you know, 26 times this way and, and face it this way and do east and all this other stuff. Then I remember one of the first programs I got from my Apple IIc was a Rubik's Cube oh, solver. God. And you had to put in like, uh, yeah, like side one. What colors are in each square? Oh God. Two. Exactly. Now that one wasn't as mm-hmm. hard to solve, but it did take you a while, oh, and yeah. it gets you frustrated. To no end, it would get you frustrated. Literally, you, you. I remember myself pyramid room a few times. Yeah. And then I would leave it for my parents. My parents. Oh, well, let me tell you the original story of the, of the Saturday morning version before that came out. I don't know if oh, you God. remember it at all. It's another one of, uh, I was probably too oh. young. When did it come out? 77? So my parents would just get frustrated and, and start, an argument would ensue on how to solve it and how far did you get. And they would just put it down. They'd be like, yeah, this is done. I'm done with this. And walk away. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but then they also, they also released a cartoon, a Saturday morning cartoon. Which I don't remember anything about a cartoon at all. Yeah, it was uh, on Saturday mornings. It was uh, it was made by Rankin and Bass, I want to say, or Rankin Bass. It was that catalog of Saturday morning cartoons because it was like a, the same animation style in each one. What else did um, they make? So it was uh, Pac-Man. Um, I want to say they also did um, a couple adventure ones like um, oh. Turbo Team, the kid who... Whenever he gets hot, he turns. Yeah, into I a believe car. I believe all of these are your era cartoons. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think that's gonna be half the audience. Is, what the hell is he talking about? I'm gonna have to Google this shit because I have no idea what the hell a Pac-Man cartoon is, and some of them maybe even what the heck's a Pac-Man. Continue, please, <laughs> enlightening our audience with this nonsense. But anyways, there was a Rubik's Cube game, yeah, yeah. Uh, TV show. So explain the show to us. What what exactly can you do with a Rubik's Cube to make a cartoon out of it? How do you make how do yeah, you make it into yeah. a cartoon series? Right? Yeah. How does this work? All right. So the premise of it was, and I'm and, and let me tell you, we're going on my memory of the show. I haven't seen the show. All right. So 
the Rubik's Cube cartoon was all based on the premise of uh, this these Mexican kids, Mexican-American kids, I want to say in Southern California somewhere. Um, they they were at a fair, and at the fair there was like this uh, gypsy fortune teller type mystical okay. woman, right? And she had this horse and this horse and, and wagon, and she she's like riding through at night, and and on the back of her wagon was this cage with this Rubik's okay. cube in it, right? And it's flopping back and forth because it's not hung up there correctly. She hits a bump, the thing falls, cracks open. Well, the kids are on their bikes. They come across this Rubik's cube, like, oh, cool, look, it's a Rubik's cube, and and this kid, this little boy, picks it up. And solves it in like three or four turns. When he solves it, it starts to glow. It floats. And this creepy blue face appears in the cube. And it has legs. Two little stumpy legs that come out the bottom of it. And it starts to talk in like this almost like Teletubby type voice. And his name is Rubik's. And it's magical. It, it actually does magic. What the actual... How, uh, however, whenever he gets mixed up, he doesn't do magic anymore. So the kids be like become like, yeah, the, the the Rubik's cube would have to be complete, correct, for the magic to work. And they would solve crimes and things like that, and help people out. You know, save kids that are like in the pool. It was weird. It was just a weird premise for a cartoon. Yeah, right? completely strange. I. I'm glad I missed that one. <laughs> but of course, they're trying to get Rubik's because Rubik's has this ultimate magic power, you know, and things like that. Right? Wait, and the, the, in, the interesting thing to that, it, the Rubik's show is a perfect example, is back in the day to advertise their to the toys, they would make cartoons about the toys. It, it, and that's a perfect example. I don't think they do that in the same way as much anymore. Well, keep in mind this. Everyone has this this nostalgia about Transformers, especially like the original uh, cartoon run, like the first generation mm -hmm. cartoons. Now, mind you, the reason why I liked it because I just thought it was cool that there were talking robots that changed into like jets or guns and things like that. But every episode essentially was a long commercial to sell like a mm -hmm. new one. Like, oh, there's a new Decepticon. Oh, there's a new Autobot. Oh, there's a new... You know what I mean? It was always something like... There was always a new one right, every episode. Right. There, was never any, there was never any story. However, the, the trans, if you want to call it the Transformer knockoff, mm -hmm. the GoBots. The GoBots had a better cartoon. Mm. It actually had nice. a story. And it was actually kind of cool. They had, like, GoBots the movie, then GoBots the show as it right. went along. I mean, keep keep in mind, it was aimed at l littler kids, like five-year-olds, mm -hmm. seven-year-olds, whereas Transformers kind of spouted it off as like being like the more refined, more sophisticated robot. Which cartoon. is ridiculous because it was just a giant ad anyways, but whatever. Yeah, it was right. a long I mean, and they don't really do commercial, they don't really do, they do like My Little Ponies has a show, but that's kind of been there forever in some form, so that doesn't really count. But I really don't like, you know, like you were talking about the 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 dolls, the collectible dolls or, you know, uh, I mean, Legos has movie, but that's still just a movie. You know, it's just not they right. just don't do it the same way anymore uh, where they advertise for something in movie theaters or they advertise for it on in a cartoon. It's just regular. Ad. 
So it's kind of a, it's it's kind of yeah. changed. Yeah. Or like, uh, or like it was like Pac Man oh, yeah. Mania. I remember mm-hmm. that in the early eighties. You know, for the video game, like hit really big. Like it was on the cover of like Time Magazine. I don't know if this magazine's still out there. Oh, geez. Omni? I don't think so. It's yeah, a, okay. So it, it, Omni it sounds... was like big when I was a kid. Okay. I was I was into highlights. So I don't know. Yeah, Omni. It, it was. All right. Well, I, I was into <laughs> highlights also, but like, and I think highlights touched into the Pac-Man mania also because it was just a mm-hmm. force, right? To the point where there were Pac-Man shirts, there were Pac-Man yeah. blue jeans. They were they were blue jeans that had little tiny uh, like stickers on the back pockets of either a Pac-Man oh, or yeah, a ghost, yeah. right? And it was about like getting all the different ones so that way you could buy like five or six of the same type of jeans except it has that little sticker which wore away of after course. you washed them. Right, that was the thing. Yeah. Um, but they also had pack I, I remember the syrup. I did enjoy. The, marsh- the marshmallows well, you, the, you the marshmallows like weren't quite right, I felt. Like, you know, if you eat, because I grew up on Lucky Charms. Well, yeah, I right. grew up on Lucky Charms. So if you eat other marshmallows after Lucky Charms, even the off-brand marshmallow brand Lucky Charms, it's not the same. Like, Lucky Charms did it right. I don't know what they did different, but Whoa. theirs were always better. Always. What would be the, what would be the knockoff cereal to Lucky Charms? Um, what would it be, like, uh, like Good Fortune, Good Fortune Objects? No, it's actual um, Pirate Mateys. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, no. Pirate Mateys. It was a Walmart brand, if I remember correctly. Not the name drop, but it was a Walmart brand. It was called Pirate Mateys or Mateys Ahoy or something like that. And, yeah, it was basically all ocean themed. The, the, the little puff pieces were anchors, and then it was hats and treasure chests and swords. And, yeah. Yeah, but the marshmallows were still, were still off. But. Yeah, so the Pac-Man, the, the Pac-Man cereal. I kind of enjoyed. I have yeah. to be honest. I like the Zelda that. cereal. I kind of that was actually cool because that that had like two bags, two different cereals yeah. in the same box. Like it was like Zelda, and it would yeah. be another game, like another. Yeah, Nintendo that was game. actually neat. Those were uh, neat. it would either that yeah. those were good. Those were good. Uh, but yeah, the Pac Man, the whole Pac Man thing blew up, and then they had a cartoon. Okay. How do you make Pac-Man into a cartoon? Well, I remember after the cartoon, they came out with the Nintendo 64 version of Pac-Man and gave him, like, a whole story. No, 81, yeah, like 82? <laughs> okay. So I was already, like, knee-deep yeah. into this stuff, into the Saturday mornings, because back then, kiddies, you had to wait till Saturday morning <laughs> to watch a cartoon. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the stuff that they showed during the week after you got out of school... Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, Transformers, or like early in the morning, it would either be like uh, a variety show for mm-hmm. kids that they'll show like a quick like Rocky and yeah. Bullwinkle or, you know, a George of the Jungle, something right. like that. But like the really good cartoons came out Saturday morning and you had to be awake at literally six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. That way you can catch all of right. them. If not, you were, yeah. you were done. Like once you hear, once you hear, you know, uh, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom music come on, cartoons yeah. were done. It's it's time yeah. to go out. So the Pac-Man was probably like maybe the first or second cartoon in the lineup. Probably because it was really bad, right? Like adults, like me thinking about the premise of this, it sounds dumb. So you have Pac-Man mm-hmm. and Mrs. Right. Pac-Man and Baby right. Pac. And they live in the in the Pac world. Everything is like round shaped. Everything, which is like what that. they did in the in the three D game. Yeah, 
Okay. So then, like, you have the ghosts that live in this uh, in this haunted house, so to speak. Don't know how they became ghosts. We just accept that they're all ghosts. And they all have different personalities. Right. Right? But they're controlled by this tall, bald-headed dude that has a dark Vader grill over his mouth. And he wears this long, wizard red robe. Crazy. And he controls the ghosts. Of course. Sure. Why not? We don't know how he became in charge. We just know that he's in charge. And whenever the ghosts get scared, they turn blue and they have the little weird squiggly line right. for a mouth thing. That that also happens whenever Pac-Man eats a power Sure, pellet. sure. Because, you know. And they freak out and they run away and Pac-Man chases them and he basically chops them. And then their eyes go yeah. back to the haunted house where they have like a million like I guess you would call them ghost bodies, like on hangers, and they go into the closet and they come out and they're back in their ghost That's skins just creepy. again. It's awful. Apparently, like like the guy wanted to harness the power pellet, so these idiot ghosts had to bring back power pellets to him. But something always happened where he couldn't get his hands on the power yeah, pellet. Sounds sounds fair. Freedom is freedom is the ultimate, I guess. And. Like, Pac-Man even had a dog and a cat, and everything was Pac-whatever. That's stupid. Wreck-It Ralph did better. (laughs) Probably, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, that's crazy. But I don't recommend anyone going back and watch. Well, actually, you know what? Forget it. Go back and watch Rubik's Cube. Go back and watch Pac-Man. Because you know what? Now, for me as an adult, and looking at the landscape of toys, like, the only time I ever... I'm ever like, okay, this is cool. It's when I'm in the yeah. Lego aisle. There's no more action figures that really call to yeah. me anymore or anything like that. And the action figures that do call me call to me, they're these collectible right. ones. Like they're like fifty, sixty dollars. They're just not gonna spend the money. Or 120 you know? if you get the statues. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. or 120. Yeah. So one thing that you guys should be aware of is when this launches, there is actually going to be um, one of the local comic book shops is doing a, uh, a swap and shop meet kind of thing in their parking lot. I don't know if you saw that for this upcoming weekend. I did. Going to I try and that. make it out there. My daughter has a lot of games, uh, lacrosse games, not toy games, uh, this weekend. So I'm going to try a little bit to that to see what's going on. So we might do something from there. We both can coordinate our lives to get around it. If not, and we both do go anyways, we should definitely at least talk about it on the next episode of, okay, we talk classic toys. Now let's see what's actually out there and still in existence for classical toys. So we did have a, a shameless plug. Ooh, you like it? You like yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, if if I could find like a classic toy, I don't know. I might be forced there you to go. purchase that's, that's what it's all about. Nostalgia uh, is worth a lot of money to all these, all these vendors out there. So it's definitely, it's definitely nostalgia. And again, you know, collectibles, what is it going to look like another 10 years for the kids that are kids now collecting these toys when they are 18, 19? What are they going to have? You know, what are the, what are the stay true toys? And, you know, we can definitely uh, look at what CS Tate's uh, well, this upcoming weekend. Yes, I, I name dropped again. Um, and see what they have. Hey, yeah. you never know. Um, sponsored by Tate someday will be a line we can say. Um, and see what they have <laughs> out there so we can go from there. So definitely looking forward. Absolutely. Guys, go out there, look at the toys you see, and you know, maybe mention to us via tuner to joke at gmail.com of 
what toys you want to see come back into the real world again and, and be something that's promoted again live and actively and what you think of toys that are out there yourself and what do you feel are the awesome toys that would actually send some excitement down our spines as we said not a lot are out there right now but maybe you can find the one or two yeah. from you okay. guys about that follow us instagram youtube twitter and of course youtube and the good tumblr uh and as always good tumblr uh, if you will, Ernie, make sure that we have a playful time at the end of our episode. Peace, Peace out. out, guys. We will play with you guys next time. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.